Patricia Nduli on SAFM. It's 21 minutes after 9 on 104 to 107 nationwide. DSTV Channel 814, SAFM leading the conversation talking point. Let's uh, look at something else that's currently um, taking us a buzz. I know a lot of people in South Africa are quite worried. I've seen on social media people uh, posting about this new Delta variant that is very similar to what was found in India. It's fueling an aggressive third wave um, of COVID-19 across Africa, according to the World Health Organization. And we have seen how numbers are rising in various provinces, especially Gauteng in South Africa. It has been reported that in 16 countries, um, there are surging cases around Africa. Um, World Health Organization's Africa representative, Dr. Matsidi Somueti, told a virtual press briefing yesterday that the Delta variant is now in three of the five countries reporting the highest caseloads for the week ending of the 27th of June. Let's go to this uh, report that was filed by Sarah Kamini. In its weekly report, the World Health Organization's Africa office noted that the Delta variant first identified in India is dominant in South Africa and was detected in 97% of the samples sequenced in Uganda, 79% of samples sequenced in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Dr. Masidiso Moeti is the WHO's regional director for Africa. The speed and scale of Africa's third wave is like nothing we've seen before. Cases are doubling every three weeks compared to every four weeks at the start of the second wave. Dr. Moeti further noted that the Alpha variant has been detected in most countries in the North, West and Central Africa, while the Beta variant is more widespread in the South. The Delta variant of concern is the most contagious we've seen. It's been found in 16 African countries so far, including three out of the five countries reporting the most new cases. In South Africa, it has overtaken the beta variant to become dominant. Delta may be up to 60% more transmissible than other variants. Increased transmissibility means more cases, more hospitalizations, and a higher risk of overwhelmed health systems. Both variants are considerably more transmissible than the original virus. On vaccines, Dr. Moeti noted that although eight vaccines have now been approved, shipments to Africa have halted completely. Sarah Kimani, SABC News, Kenya. Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. I would love to hear from you regarding uh, this uh, Delta variant uh, that's making the rounds in South Africa. How are we uh, going to make sure that we are we are safe and healthy? Call in on 011-714-2006 or send a WhatsApp to 0614-104-107. I'd like to welcome Tembingosi Bonagele, who's the commissioner at the Competitions Commission. We're going to be talking about uh, new guidelines around automotive after markets. Warm welcome and uh, good morning, uh, Tim Goss. Good morning to you and uh, the listeners and thanks for inviting me. So it seems there are good news for us consumers because uh, the Competitions Commission's guideline for competition in the country's automotive aftermarket came into effect yesterday. Can you tell us about it? Indeed, yes. Uh, it's uh, It's been a long time coming. Uh, uh, you will uh, know that when you uh, have a car, and you need to service and maintain it. There are only uh, certain approved uh, dealers that can service it, and if it gets damaged, there are only uh, approved uh, panel uh, beaters who could uh, uh, repair it. Uh, And that market has been closed through 
mainly uh, things like uh, insurance requirements and things uh, like uh, warranty requirements. So they would say, uh, of course, you are free to service and maintain your car with every work with any workshop that you want, but we would not honor your warranty. Uh, and so, what these these guidelines do? They do away with that. Uh, they may not refuse to honor a warranty now simply because you serviced or repaired your car at a workshop of your choice. Clearly, power has been given back to us as uh, the consumers. I mean, the times are tough. It's it, it becomes difficult to want to service your car, but you know that the parts that you are being charged are um, double or triple the price, but you can't shop around because you want to maintain your warranty. Was it easy to bring all parties involved um, to agreeing to this particular uh, changes? No, no, it, it was a, 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 a big change in this uh, sector. Uh, uh, so, so, so we initially got uh, 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 some resistance, uh, although there were uh, there were at least, at least one uh, uh, OEM that was uh, willing to do this, and uh, so uh, over time we began to convince others as well. Uh, as we speak now, I think the overwhelming majority of them are, are happy to implement the guidelines. Uh, you know, uh, choice and power come with responsibility. So one of the things that has been raised with us is that obviously OEMs uh, are, are worried about uh, um, the, the safety and making sure that the parts uh, that you buy at an independent supplier are not inferior. So all of those things uh, were quite complex to negotiate and some people were very skeptical, but I think we did manage to overcome uh, many of them. Uh, Look, you will never remove completely the issue of, uh, uh, say for example, pirated parts that may be inferior and so on, Uh, but this is not something uh, that uh, I think is good enough to limit the choice of consumers. You know, service centers for years in South Africa have been monopolizing, um, you know, the market, uh, closing out independence, uh, closing out township penal beaters, closing out uh, township car parts repairs, um, uh, service centers. And I think this is good news for the industry to open up, and it's good news for consumers as well. But how can we ensure that we we still get what's rightfully ours when it comes to warranties, even um, as we go to penal beaters who are not part of the groups? Well, uh, now they are not allowed to refuse uh, the warranty simply because you used a a panel beater that uh, they did not approve. So uh, we we, we, we are working on a a system where they need to empower, because you're quite right, this is not just uh, empowering consumers, it's also empowering independent, uh, the uh, the guys running workshops in the townships and so on. Now the question is, how do we ensure that uh, these are competent? So what we've asked uh, all of the OEMs to do is to uh, have a general standard that's applicable to every panel beater out there so that anybody uh, can see that this is a standard that's required to maintain a particular brand of a vehicle and if you meet the standard they cannot refuse 
to register you. So you still will need to show that you have met that standard, uh, right? And the second thing is you will you will uh, um, also uh, be able, if you are running a workshop, an independent workshop, to go to them and they cannot refuse to give you the manuals that are required to uh, uh, um, because the manuals get updated every, every time there's a new model, so there must be manuals for for repairing and servicing that new model. So now we've opened that space up as well. They may not refuse independent workshop owners and service centers uh, from giving them uh, those manuals. There might be a fee payable for getting the manual, but they cannot outright refuse to give you a manual so that you can service those new models. Tim, of course, you know, this is uh, very um, welcomed. These guidelines are really welcomed to open up the industry, to give access to those who are marginalized, but also to help us consumers uh, know our rights. Now we can shop around for parts uh, when we're going for services, as long as it's parts that are not pirated. And we can say, look, don't charge me access on this. Don't charge me extra on this. And I'll still maintain my warranty. But for those who might find themselves in a position, especially f- from uh, 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 dealers or service centers or Penal beaters, where they they are not getting the warm reception that you've just spoken about now with getting manuals. How can they get in touch with the Competition Commission to ensure that these guidelines are enforced? Yeah, we do expect that there might be glitches, at least in the beginning, uh, uh, but we hope that it's going to settle and everybody's going to know what to do. But if you do have problems, you're welcome to contact the uh, Competition Commission. Uh, the easiest way is to get into our website uh, because, you know, with COVID now, we're not always having people in the office. So, But the easiest way is to communicate us with us through the website. You will also get numbers there. So when, when uh, you phone that number, uh, it will be an office na- line, but, uh, we, you know, you'll be able to get somebody on the other side, even if it's on the mobile phone. Excellent. Thank you very much for joining us. Let me go now straight to Luanda Maome with the news headlines. Good morning, Luanda.